Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. So, Logan. Your arch nemesis Adkins inches ever closer towards a Grand Prix title. Controversy still swirling, but what is not controversial is his second from last game is out. With like a dragon Gaiden, the man who re- erased his name. So we're going to run through the quick scores on that. Oh, Sitting on a 70... Such a shit name. Well, I'll tell you what annoys me about this name. Okay. <laughs> the, I ain't played all these Yakuza games. I've played one of them. I want to play the whole series. There's six of the bastards. Well, actually, there's seven mainline if you include Yakuza 0. But basically, it, Yakuza 6, Song of Life, I think it's called. They said, look, we're wrapping up this this story arc of, of Kiru, who was like the main character for those six. So that's like the end. That's the end game, if you will, for that particular character. And since then, they've done... Um, Yakuza 7, which is just called Like a Dragon, I think now, and they're sort of changing the name of it, and it's got a new protagonist, essentially. And yet, I mean, look, I'm well behind in the series. But when you start chucking out spin-offs or story extras featuring said main character, and then you have the, the subtitle, The Man Who Erased His Name, I begin to suss out what's happened at the end of that six without playing it. What are we doing? What's the need for that? Call it something else. Revival. I don't know. So now, well, I'm not going to look it up, and I don't want to know if I've, my assumptions are correct. But if I had to make a guess, I would I would make the assumption that he may well erase his name towards the back end of Yakuza 6. And John I bet if Wick I, 5, the man who erased his name. Yeah, and I bet you if you read the fucking store page on this, it'll, it'll tell, it'll say... You know, Kiru, who had to give up his fam. All this shit will be there to set this game up. So that annoyed me. But that's what you get for being so slow to get off the mark. I mean, I've had over a decade. It's just a shit name for a game. It's just a shit name. I don't mind Like a Dragon Gaiden. That's fine. The man who... It's just too long. Pack it in. Well, they've got themselves a 79. (laughs) Well, It's not, though, is it? This is the thing. Up to snuff, some are saying. Mm. Well, I lost my salt button there. Uh, let's have a look. What have we got? IGN, 7 out of 10. So it's a bit below what's being offered. It's just shy of an 8. Like a Dragon, Gaiden's combat hits with flash and fury, and its story is sharp, but its setting and side activities feel a bit more on the stale side. So that, that tends to be the general gist of a lot of these Yakuza games. The side stuff can be stale and bloat but anyway it's given Adkins a 79 that leaves him 29 points off paper who currently leads the Grand Prix um there's still we don't know whether this day before is going to come out and get scored whether it's going to be allowed my my view on it is the game is the day before should be allowed because at no point did we ever say no early access as far as I remember and we have allowed DLC. We have allowed re-releases of games. We have allowed all all manner of tour. Mm-hmm. But I know you're anti Adkins just to get him to make sure he doesn't win, just to sink him, you know, from a personal vendetta. But 
If, I mean, you were, if you were in his shoes, how hard would you be fighting this potential ruling from the stewards who are not me? I am not the stewards. It's not the dog either, people are saying. It ain't him. He ain't got the brains for it yet. <laughs> Working on it. Um, I don't know. It always amazes me that there's things that crop up this far yes. into the process. Process, yeah, because you'd, you'd expect them to largely be flushed. I mean, we've been doing this... I'm going to say like seven or eight years, it feels like, in some mm. format, and obviously yep. not in the format that it's found itself, but in some format, it's been around for a while. And there's still these weird things that, that crop up, which is good, I think, because it keeps it interesting. Like a bit yeah. of controversy is always good for publicity. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know where I sit with it. I've debated it, obviously, in the group and stuff. but You've tried to get a rise just, out of him. That's what you're doing. Well, There's no debate going on there. You're trying to fish him. A little Putting bit. pressure on the lad. What, and that's, that's why he goes happens. every Friday and drinks himself into oblivion because he's worried about this day before not coming in. Did do that irrespective, I think. That's true. Um, it's nothing to do with this. <laughs> but, yeah, I think he's... I think, as we said before, he's given himself an unnecessary quandary yeah. more than anything. Um, and that's the biggest issue with the whole thing it could have been avoided it's not like he needed to risk it and there he goes and finds himself in a spot of bother but um i think i did read the messages in the group yesterday but he's pretty much got it sewn up anyway hasn't he what's that sorry is um, he not? who's that sorry I'll, I'll atkins that. well he needs 29 points oh, right, so he needs okay. he needs something even even, even Gollum would have done it that it scored a 37 that would have been enough but without that last game, he ain't going to get over the line. So he could have put Call of Duty in and got himself a 53. Yep, that would have been so, more than enough. So, it, you know, it could have been one of those things. So, yeah, look, I'm of the opinion that he he might be allowed this, but I don't know if it's going to get reviewed in time anyway. But the why, stewards, why? Why Why what? What's your, can you give an opinion or are you not allowed to? Have you got to remain? Well, my, view, my view is I've never said you can't have it. So what? And we've allowed all manner of shit. We've allowed the the game being released on a different platform and getting a new page to be allowed. We've mm. allowed a game that was had early access reviews, got them scrubbed, and then came in again, which Adkins did profit from, and so did Parkey. But at no point have we ever said no, you can't have an early access game. And in fact, last year Hall did put in Slime Rancher Two, and I wrote in there, "Oh, taking a risk of early access, not." Oh, you can't have that, by the way. It's not in the rules. So if you gate changed things, it maybe. I think that's. I don't know. I think that's a clock play. Like, borders. No, borders gate changed it because we shouldn't allowed that from the start. Then wow. is what we're saying because <clears throat> the problem with borders gate was is that it was specific on open critic around being early access, and you were quite. I think. It would have been the decision that the stewards found on Baldur's Gate would have set a precedent. The position I felt on Baldur's Gate was that he was going to get nothing because it was an early access page and we wouldn't have permitted it. Yeah. And you said Correct. the only way you get that is by a new page for the full release. Well, this is the thing. They didn't actually do a new page. They just scrubbed it clean. Fine. But they he did it, The get, scores got reset. Said, it, was, it all got reset, so it was allowed. But was that because... Full reset... Because I'll tell you for why, right? If we're allowing someone to get an early access version of a full release game, he should never have been allowed Baldur's Gate anyway because wow. it had a score. 
But was... what we said was there was a distinguishment between early access and full release. And the intent of what he was asking for was a full release version on the basis that it would get a new score. That was the criteria that was set and the precedent that was set. So if you turn that on its head and the page that goes up is and says early access and it's scored as early access, he shouldn't be permitted it because well, of the decision that was made on Baldur's Gate. I don't think it's going to get a... I don't think it's going to say early access on the page. The stewards are going to be put under pressure because of those decisions. Look, the I keep things simple, don't I? If it gets a score, you can have it. It's always been my view. doesn't matter what it is. could be a fucking skin for all I care. A Fortnite skin. If it gets an open critic page, for whatever reason, they can have it. But yeah. what you can't have is stuff that's already been scored and you're using that score as a... As a well, you're not using it as a marker, but you're, you're inheriting part of that score. And where Baldur's Gate was different was that that got completely set to zero and restarted. And f for them, it benefited because there was a 70-odd in the early access form. So they got a complete fresh one and therefore that yeah. a, the score's irrelevant. Anyway, it might not happen because like I've said before, the game comes out 24 hours before the window's shut in and, uh, sorry, when the season ends and um, there are other games coming out. They've got that Avatar game coming out the same day. I imagine most of the major outlets will be playing that in the weeks leading up. I don't know whether they're going to give them early access to the, the, the early access or the beta, whatever they're calling it. And it's an MMO, so could you really do a good enough job to get a scored review out in 24 hours? This isn't the Call of Duty campaign, which apparently you can steam through in a couple of hours, which we may get onto later. So, look, I'm hoping it doesn't come up because then it's not a problem. But then for next year, there's going to have to be some real clear guidelines set out because, once again, a new scenario has cropped up. And there's been two in this year, mm. and it's annoying me. thought we had it sewed up, but no. Anyway, he needs a few. He needs 29 points. Where he gets them from? One... One yeah. thing that I did just want to part of this conversation is um, what would you say about something like Starfield that technically was made available via early access? So that is a full release game. Well, that got. So I think the rule has away, to then? be, well, no, I think the rule has to be based on the page. So if the open critic page is specific to anything other, I think you have to be specific in your list as to whether you want, an early access score, mm. a demo, a beta, or a version 1.0. I think that the assumption is if you don't put in alpha, beta, demo, whatever it is, any other version, the assumption is it's version 1.0 on release. Mm. And then the page has to marry up with a version 1.0 score. There's no point in me getting and putting down the intent to get a version 1.0 release and, a, and an early it comes out in early access and it gets a 94 and they go, well done, Chrissy. Mm. No, it's not... So take, I think that take what you can. That has to be the distinction. The trouble is they very rarely put early like Slime Rancher Agreed. 2's in early yeah. access still. It just says Slime Rancher 2. Yeah. Look. I say let it have it and then it's less work for me to do. That's the re that's the real reason. There's no other we're, if we're letting fucking DLC go in there, then why the fuck not? I mean technically Call of Duty Modern Warfare Freeze DLC, someone could have had that. And that'd have been a full game, but they've they've charge 70 quid for it it's the most expensive dlc in history apparently but um i don't know hopefully it won't won't, won't occur and it's not a problem but we'll keep an eye on it i think literally i think there's only one more game due out parky's got super mario rpg so as we, as we know he's over 100 points off you so unless 
there's a new way of working out numbers. Or maybe I've added it up wrong. I may well have. There may be a column miss. I should check all this really before, and it will be checked when that transfer window closes. I'll get someone else to check it for eyes. But um, that's coming out there. The day before for Adkins, we said. And then Adcock has Persona 5 Tactics. Now, he can go to the top of the Grand Prix if it scores 91. That's a big ask for a spin-off game. Now, Persona 5, or Persona 6, I should say, if that was the full meat game, brand new, I'd have no problems in predicting that as an upset. But that's a lot of... That's, that's a lot of fucking weight for that game to bear. So I think he's just going to miss out. But he's been so bad at it that he can't really complain that he's even this close to doing the unthinkable. So at some it's point, so- you got, you got, well, he has, isn't he? He's, he knows he has. And you think he's been disappointed with his performances ever since he's come into this. So Pleasantly surprised in some yeah, ways. Absolutely. And then we've got Hall with Super Mario RPG also, who's just absolutely nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. And in fact, we'll finish last even if Adkins only gets nine games. Rock bottom. That is an abysmal performance, and it'll all be debriefed when the season is over. Come, what was the exact date? Was it 7th or the 8th? The 8th of December, 2023. It affects, we we do have something that basically affects your rating, right? Like a seeding mm. position, don't we? If you finish, is, I can't remember. It's where is you finished the year before. So mm. if you finished... So basically, if you finish first, you go up to the championship. <clears throat> so you're, you you don't need to worry about it. If you get demoted, so Parkin will go back into the Grand Prix. He will be plumb last. That's how it goes. You go to the bottom of the ladder. So it's a real struggle for the losing captains. <laughs> After like giving the Samaritans numbers to make sure they're all right, because people get a bit low and they're like, oh, I've got to fight back from this position. But anyway, that's the way it's got to be. And then, yeah, so it goes in the order that you finish. So... You know, your higher, a higher finishing point in the Grand Prix gives you a benefit the next year because you, you could be first, second, third, you know, in the seedings, meaning you're, you're more likely to get your higher rated games. Now, the only caveat to that is is that there is a hard deadline for when the teams need to be submitted to me. The minimum number of games need to be submitted to me. And if you miss that, you sacrifice your spot. I send one, yeah. one I don't even send a reminder. I just send, here's the date, and then I'll leave it. And every year, two or three of them miss it, which means those that are lower on the totem pole get promoted because they submit their team. They immediately just go up to the next available slot. Those that are behind the curb end up fucking scrabbling. It's then first over the line and they're scrabbling in real time to get the teams out. So almost every year that happens because you have to literally wipe their asses to get them to do it. I mean, I could have disqualified them, but we'd have no game. That's the way to do it, isn't it? If you don't submit on time, you're gone. Yeah. I mean, if there's enough competitors and a long queue, you could easily do it. Look, there's people, queuing, there's people queuing up, but I just don't want to interact with them. <laughs> so that's another problem. This is this is the European Super League. I ain't letting who I want. There ain't no promotion or demotion or anything. It's like a NFL or a fucking American sports league, isn't it? That's how they run. World champions. How? How? Using that playoff system. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Anyway, this is Idle Game Chat, believe it or not. Dim Digital's flagship video game podcast. Talking about the ups and downs of the video game world. And usually give some impressions of a game that is out. Not a recent game, necessarily. Could have been out years. And in fact, the, the impressions might be years old. 
So just keep that in mind when you're listening. If we're talking about being locked down in COVID, you know, it's been lost in the archives and only been found again. <laughs> that hasn't happened. It hasn't gotten that far back just yet, but it won't be long, I don't think. If you want to support us, it's patreon.com forward slash dimp digital because this is a grassroots and independent endeavor. No publishers, no sponsors, no nothing. No one gives us anything to say anything, which is why it's such a low level, I think. Can we start getting paid for it? Well, I think people start putting the effort in when there's a bit of money coming in, don't they? Uh, or if it's their sole job. Like if you think, I've put all my eggs in this basket, oh, this better be good, otherwise I'm out of a I'm on the fucking dole line soon. Yes. And you kind of have to, yeah, yeah. whereas that's not <laughs> the case for most of us. We've got other work, unfortunately. But the lotto's being played. If that comes in, probably wouldn't even do it. I'll be that lazy, I think. I think, well, what's the point in even bothering with that? I I used to do the lotto, like, every week. But it's quite expensive to... Oh, it's about £20 to... a month, I see, fly out my account. Pretty like, much, give yeah. Or, give or take. If you want to play that Euro Millions, that's the one to get. Yeah, if you win that, that normal, yeah. look, I'm not. I'm not. Dis- no, I'd love to win any of it, but the fact that that UK lotto now is not even breaching a million half the time, you, you would 7. feel one. Well, what the UK so, one is? Well, this Saturday rollover. Right. Quads, okay. I well, don't know if it's I, a quad staying corrected, but I've seen it for like a few hundred thousand. I'm like, look, yeah, if I'm going to yeah. roll the dice, and my one and only opportunity to ever win the lotto, it's got to be for maximum. Play, yeah, because yeah, you're never yeah. going to get it again. It's very unlikely, yeah. and you're never going to get it anyway. Is the, the all likelihood, but on the off chance that karma strikes me with some good luck, I want it to be on the, with the most at play. What do you so. do about numbers? Do you do your own numbers or do you do lucky dips? I do my own numbers, but I don't. They are now, which is key because if I knew what they were, and then I stopped, and have then to I kill saw yourself. Them, well, I think you'd you have can't a- continue. I think you'd have a reasonable... I don't think people would begrudge you if you did that, if you saw that happen. So that's the whole point. If I've forgotten what the numbers are, they just, they just get played. I used to just do lucky dips. And yeah, my concern with that is... They're choosing for me. Well, they're cooking the books, aren't they? I mean, I know that people yeah. do win off lucky dips, but I always mm. think surely at some level someone's meddling i'm like well we'll just make sure we put this shitter out so they don't get anything i don't be trusting it because it's all electronic anyway nowadays as well so it's all yeah it's all a swindle i think i don't like what about postcode lottery have you ever tried that never done it well it's like at what point you draw the line between chucking money down the drain (laughs) do you know what i mean though it's kind of like how many of these do you get involved with (laughs) yes you may as so, well go to the casino of 50 quid and just have a few spins. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you've already, the stakes are already super high like in terms of like realistically what you're going to get out of it. And mm. the, the odds are really low. So I just think, well, I'll just do that. Yes. Yes. Well. There you go. Lotto Talk. Lotto Talk installed. I wanted to touch upon yeah. GTA... Well, I'm sure it's going to be called GTA 6. They've not actually yeah. said that. It's the next GTA game. So mm-hmm. essentially what we're getting is next month, so December, they're yeah. going to show the trailer for what the next Grand Theft Auto is. They just put, they said early December, we will release the first trailer for Grand Theft Auto. I don't necessarily want to discuss it because I actually think that what we see will be... Typically Limited. Rockstar's first trailer isn't all that. It's just exciting to kind of see the setting... 
and see random shots of traffic going by. Like it's never action packed. Yeah. It's not until cinematic. Much... Yeah, and it is mm. what it is. So yeah. I'm not going to get overexcited for it. I mean, we we all knew it was coming, so it's not like he's like, whoa. Out of nowhere. Yeah, it's not like when, oh, we're going to do Bully 2. Then you'd be like, oh, that's interesting because I wasn't expecting that. This was always on the cards. Yeah. Um, So we're going to see it at some point. But I did want to touch upon it because this feels like, out of all the games that come out, the many hundreds and thousands that have come out over the years, there's something about GTA that just is is a moment. Mass appeal. I think they shipped 190 million copies of that GTA 5. I mean... I mean... That's got to be one of, if not the most successful game. It'll be up there oh, uh, in a single release. Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, know, like, I know they released it again on current gen and PC, but yeah, mm. I mean, it's not like I don't know. I, I struggle to find what would be up there. I mean, maybe oh, yeah, Wii, I mean, Wii Sports would have been decent because mm. everyone had had that when the Wii was running riot. But in terms of longevity and. And everything, it's incredible. Like, and yeah. the thing is, it's still super playable. Like, it's quite an incredible. Like, when I actually think about it, and think how long ago that was we were playing it. Like, and it's still there. What you got? Minecraft, three hundred million. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Phil's got that now. He still needs more. <laughs> well, what, yeah, what, what do you a need? Lot of that, I say a lot of that. There's probably a. You know, when that was still with Mojang. Mm. Yeah. Tetris. Lurking. I don't trust this yeah. list now. What the fuck? Initial release, I mean, 2000. And, what the fuck? Tetris EA? What the hell's this? Oh, it's a fucking mobile. Well, fair enough. I mean, it's start, no, that's not the list I wanted, is it? But anyway, Wii Sports yeah. is, is third technically on the console side. And then PUBG, apparently. And we'll get into yeah, the Nintendo later. They're lurking. Mm. PUBG, 75 million. Absurd. Anyway, GTA 6, or whatever it's going to be called. Yeah. Any thoughts? Guess not. We haven't seen anything. We don't know anything. No, just I think it's still going to be a while until we see the game. Even when that trailer comes out, there's going to be a long period, I'm expecting, between that first show and, and release date. Yes. Um, but and it'll be delayed at some point. So whatever date well, they give, in they probably won't get, they won't give a date this time. But whatever year they put, if it says twenty twenty four, I'll be like, <laughs> no, it's not. No, I I would expect late twenty twenty five minimum. It wouldn't even surprise me twenty twenty six crops up. I I I don't know. Well, just it depends how far along they are. But yeah. I, I would expect it a bit. A bit later, but yeah, it's good to actually hear them acknowledge it and talk to it and begin that that long hype train that we're going to be on until till it comes out. Yep, early December it might turn up at the Game Awards. You know, I mean, it could be part of that. I mean, they don't need to use that, but you mm. know, if if I'm Jeff Keighley and I know that they're going to drop something in December, and they would have known about this many months ago, mm. I'm shifting heaven and earth to get that on that show to be the debut. <laughs> Saying, look, yeah, get, that on, get that on there as a show closer. And yeah. He can, and he can smirk as he counts his millions from that. Just, yeah. just, just for chucking a trailer up. But we'll see. It's going to be a moment. And um, Rockstar don't come out very often. So I'm interested to see what sort of trailer they give us. But I don't expect a lot. 
Fucking BBC had an article up on it. Yeah, I mean, it, this is what I mean. It's got that kind of uh, universal appeal um, for all age groups. All Well, over 18s only, groups. says it on the... I mean, yeah, it does say that bit, ain't it? It's, it's, nah. it's getting played by everyone, basically. Indeed. Right, we have to talk about this Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 campaign. Okay. For two reasons. One, it's getting crapped on. Yeah. Fine. I mean, that's fine. It happens, doesn't it? You ever you ever shit now and again. But what I find is two things. One, I find it strange that there's even reviews out there of just the campaign. Because one thing that Call of Duty tends to have in most years is at least two or three modes. Like, you've got the campaign, yes, that makes up one part of the pie. But you've got the online multiplayer, which is arguably the biggest part. Then you've got zombies... Then you sometimes even got like a spec ops mode or something else, like a co-op mode I've seen lurking in there. So yeah. why are they why is this getting raked over the coals before it's even you know had a chance to breathe in terms of zombies, in terms of multiplayer? What's going on here? Is it because they allowed people to play it earlier and they said, well, we might as well just crap on it to get get the clicks in? Well, because you've said, and I agree with you, that it, it seems a bit disingenuous to say, oh, 53 for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Like, well, that's a quarter of the game that's been looked at. I mean, and, yeah, I mean, it's le- yeah. Probably less I, than I know that. what you mean. But, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a poor, don't get me wrong, the campaign looks like mm. absolute dog shit. They've really dropped a bollock yeah. there. So if you're in, in it for yeah. that, probably don't. But we know the game's more than just this campaign. So what? Because all these scores are going to get adjusted in a few weeks. Will they though? Well, they should. Uh, uh, You know, my opinion is is that the score is almost throwaway because it doesn't reflect. Like you wouldn't just. What other game gets reviewed on the basis of it's just one element of it? Do you Mm. know what I mean? It's a really odd thing for them to do. I, you know, I don't know whether there's precedent for them just reviewing the campaign and changing the score later based on multiplayer, whatever it is, but. I don't recall this being a a thing before where mm. they just do the the campaign early and then review that's the game done review score out like I don't know whether there is a bit of a with all of the swirl around the Activision Blizzard takeover Call of Duty onto Game Pass rumors and discussion and all that kind of good like are they just riding the crest of a wave for the clicks I mm. I don't know I mean there might be a valid reason why they think this is the right thing to do, but I don't particularly see or understand it. And yeah, the campaign shit. I mean, in a good year, it might the campaign might only get a sixty-five anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it, it it's it's not the main selling point of the game. It's a Brucey. Like as we've said, we'd rather have more content than not. And the one thing Call of Duty has historically always done is chuck out and give you plenty of shit to do. Like in terms of value, it's been a good value proposition. Um, but it's strange that reviewers have just jumped on this shit campaign to to crap on it. I, I don't really get it, to be honest. My my theory is that if this had been good or indifferent, we wouldn't have had any of this. But the fact that it is so poor, they believe there's a story there to be had, and therefore let's get it out there early. Like you said, we may have just not tracked it before, but it seems, yeah, it seems, like I said, it seems somewhat disingenuous to to chuck a score on it, knowing full well it's going to get picked up, and you know people are going to look at that and go, "Oh, that's dog shit." 
when in fact mm. the main meat of the game is not that. But it's, I think they knew this from the start, right? I think yeah. all the rumors that were coming out about this game and the fact that it was only meant to be originally DLC and then they've gone for this full fat release, the fact that the development cycles shorter than previous years, all these things have <clears throat> combined, I think, for some, I don't know, I wouldn't say like a desire to crap on it, but people smell blood, mm. right? And I think bad news sells well, right? And it generates the clicks generally. Um, Does not this podcast? Like Call of Duty. Well, yeah, and we'll put it in the title, make sure of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I do think there's a bit of um, bang for blood on it, which is interesting because it, it always reminds me of, like, in in football, when they go after... They went after Mourinho, and then he fucked off, and they chased him out, basically, of England, and they went, oh, we've got no, nothing to talk about now. We've got no sound bias. We've got, this well, is the same sort of thing with VAR. This game. Every fucking decision's microanalyzed. Well, they've got that, but they pick on saying no. But yeah. I think the point is, it's Angel. like you you don't you don't want to just it's because it on the whole Call of Duty. Although I don't particularly like it anymore, and I've grown out of it. And you know the way I like to put it is, we've grown apart, right? Mm. And that's fine. Um, it's still at its core pretty good like really really like the gameplay's relatively solid like they've had some issues around content and stuff but there's plenty for people to do like it's not like they're absolute complete rip-off merchants charging 50 pound for an online only game or whatever like they do continue to chuck out content um but like most games, you have ups and downs, and it's struggling. There's no doubt about. There's no doubt about that. It's struggling at the moment, mm. um, and they need to. I mean, it was struggling before Modern Warfare, which is why they brought it back, right. and then they got yeah. this sort of boon off Modern Warfare, um, and when we'll kind of continue to rehash that a little bit. But I do worry for them because this is kind of the end, if you like, of that Modern Warfare journey, and if that doesn't resonate with people. Mm. Where do we go from here? World War Two ain't worked. Modern warfare, people are tired of. How do yeah. you reinvent it? Well, it's not. Well, it is their problem because they're still operating. But it's more Phil's problem now. And look, this is not a reflection on Xbox. Should say that they've only had it two weeks. I mean, the records books will say it. It will go down in black and white. That's they. They came out from underneath yeah. their management, and it's not doing very well. But in all reality, there's nothing they could have done short of delaying it, which would have been, I mean, that would have been worse in many ways. They wouldn't have, I, I, consumer-wise, it would have been better because maybe you'd have got a better product, but that's not a reality where that's a reasonable thing to do. Okay, we'll we're just have gonna... to wait and see because this isn't this isn't a fundamental part of the game. Mm. Like, and anyone, no, everyone and anyone pretty much knows that it's kind of like oh, yeah. like, but it's, it it doesn't. It's not what they would have wanted to hear, obviously. And no. they know when they're releasing it that it's below par. I mean, from what I've heard, they've basically used setups in multiplayer maps for yeah. essentially like killing AI players and think like apparently it's just a real poor effort all round. But <laughs> I'll go back to it. If you give it to Sledgehammer on a shortened time frame, like you're, you're well, you said it before it even come out that scary what they're is, doing. Yeah. But it's surely that's obvious. It's if if I can sort of see that, like surely they know that they're asking for trouble. It's not like they've got this track record of delivery. So 
everything kind of around this game was conspiring to be a bit of a disappointment. Mm. Um, I just wonder whether long term it becomes like Warzone. Like, does Call of Duty just become Call of Duty Warzone in some form? And they use that as a live service style game. I don't know. It'd be interesting. So I, I, I do feel like Call of Duty as a yearly release has run its course. Well, um, that's the question now, isn't it? I mean, this clearly was... I mean, it's reported that it was started out as DLC. We've had the whole yeah. trophy debacle where it... I don't know if it still does, but it was slotting in underneath Modern Warfare 2, suggesting that even at a base level, that's what it was intended for. You then got yeah. this half-baked campaign, which yeah. suggests again there. You you brought up the good point that Sledgehammer have had a, a, a truncated development cycle because their last game was 2021. You don't be chucking out another game from the same lead studio in 2023 that's just not common they've got a, you've got three teams there you cir- you cycle between them all yeah and yet that someone at activision went well let's just charge the full whack for this and see if we get away with it and i think that's what they've mm. what they've done whether the multiplayer and the other the zombies pulls it out the fire a little bit is yet to be seen but yeah. uh, you know you'd be forgiven for thinking this isn't going to trend very positively regardless of what happens because there's reports that they were basically crunching all the way through this to get it out the door and all this nonsense going on. And it's kind of like, you kind of shrug your shoulders and say, what's well, Activision? What do you expect? They're not going to miss a Call of Duty deadline. But in the new mm. world, sort of from next year, I look at Phil's scene and I think, what's, he, what's his view on this? What was, what's mm. Xbox's view? Because ultimately the next one will reflect on them much more heavily. So... If we get more yeah. reports of garbage, if we get more reports of it started as this and they're charging for this and whatnot, they mm. won't they won't want that. We know Xbox are very careful about their optics and their PR and they do a great job at keeping on the up and up from that perspective. They will not mm. want their fir- their first Call of Duty to come out and be crapped on, basically. And it makes you wonder if they look at the nuts and bolts of that and say, well, why why this year did Sledgehammer have to get involved and do it? What happened in one of the other game cycles that went wrong? And is it realistic to keep expecting this churn of yearly releases? And um, I wonder whether they'll take They put themselves under pressure for it. Like, yeah. it's a real, you know, in a weird kind of way, you think you have to tip your hat to them that they've been able to largely keep the quality up. Because, you know, even like the Sledgehammer ones, which I haven't liked and enjoyed, no. haven't been complete... I mean, Vanguard arguably was a bit of a car crash, but it's it's still not not playable. People didn't no, enjoy yeah. it and it didn't resonate. But I think it's commendable that they managed to do it like in the way that they do. But I've long said it like it doesn't it doesn't need it. Like, and they're putting themselves under all this pressure to yeah. basically drive commercial results. It's yeah. not like a FIFA game where you make a few additions or a football manager it's like an iterative version of a game they're trying to redevelop a new game for a new release every new year setting, new story new wet all this that and the other it's yeah always... it, it, it's really hard to do mm. um and i don't know i just wonder whether that 20 years of that has run its course a bit so like, do you think do you think xbox will look at changing it maybe well not next year wouldn't have thought but year after year after that or do they say look commercially it's just too much of a I think commercially it's really difficult to to chuck that because for whatever I think and what I do, like I'm not buying it. Mm. I've got no interest in buying it. Um, I it, There's people that will go out and buy it. They're not looking at review scores. No. They don't care. They just no. want that Call of Duty, that latest yeah. experience, and they'll take their chance whether it's good or bad. Like So 
I think they know that and they'll continue to do it. But all good things have to come to an end, right? Or yeah. And I think one of the things that Call of Duty has done particularly badly, I'd say, is reinvent itself. It's still doing now what it was doing many iterations ago, which is campaign, yeah. which is you know multi competitive multiplayer, which is zombie. Like they, they've done Warzone, which has become a separate thing. But yeah. do they need to keep bolting stuff on, or do they just go right? We need to refocus the game at what we want it to be. Yeah. So what do you want it to be? Does it need a campaign? Do we need Why? to keep doing that? I know that they'll, but this is the point. Stop pleasing everyone because you're pleasing no one. Wow. That's the that's the biggest problem is they're trying to appease to everyone and the, the quality and everything is dropping. Hmm. So they need to, I think, refocus the game at what they want to get out of it. Do they want to do an annual release? Do they want to do... I mean, ideally in their world, they'd want to do annual release, season pass, do yeah. all that stuff, get their live service stuff and their annual release, right? Yeah. But is that feasible? I don't know. I'm not convinced. No. I hope that Microsoft do take a look at this and actually ease up on the yearly release. That would, I think, at a consumer level be better for most people. Get Give it a bit of a chance to breathe. Let Warzone have a two-year support cycle yeah. on whatever new fucking setting they've come up with if they have done and then you hopefully at the end of it in a couple of years people are ready they're like right i want a new sort of a fresh take on call of duty let's go and yeah. at the end of it you get a better quality game those that are buying it on playstation or pc get more bang for their buck and those that are on game pass go well thank you very much i'll have that but it'll be a difficult thing commercially i think to do but sometimes yeah. you just it's... gotta take the hit and go. Look, what's better for us as a team? Is it is it better mm. to have a game come out here and drag reputations through the mud? Mm. Possibly not. Yeah, I mean, they might have a different I perspective think... on it. I still think Warzone has probably caused hurt problems. Them. Well, it has really. It's gave them a conundrum, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's muddied waters and made the whole thing a not as simple. It's been as it way used more be. successful than they anticipated and how do they monetize it effectively and link it back to their game and stuff is a real it's a real, a real quandary for them and i think this is you know this is when i say they've you know they're, they're a victim of their success in a lot of ways um and trying to keep things fresh and do what fortnite have done and i think it's, it's really hard to keep longevity and they'll get some stuff right and they'll get some stuff wrong but it just feels like they're trying to do too much three different studios yearly releases new maps yeah. i mean back in the day call of duty 4 used to be a standard game they support the multiplayer yeah and then you get a map pack and then six months later you get another map pack like and that kept it fresh like new maps to play on multiplayer and stuff was great but the demands these days are far greater um and it's i, I really do think it's tricky i just I hope that Phil goes, right, let's take a step back. Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. And what's feasible? Do we need three studios? Do we need annual releases? Do we need... Uh, is this producing the best games that we can produce? Yeah. No. So how do we rectify that? Yeah. Agreed. We'll see. It's now a, Xbox's kind of problem to shepherd this onto hopefully more positive ways of uh, of working and products for us to play. We will see. It's going to take a couple of years, I think, before they do anything drastic. 
Yeah, yeah. And initially, if they say it's not going to be annual release, there'll be applause coming up from the likes of me. But you know there's also going to be those gremlins that are like, oh! At fucking share price. Honestly, if you did something like that, it's almost like, you know, that... I mean, it's all tied up now in that overall Microsoft share price. But yeah, you can bet yeah. that it did. Just put Office few... up by a pound. I mean, <laughs> it's rectif- it probably, well, honestly, a pound a month, that would rectify that, I think. So. You know what? Completely different tangent that we've gone on here, right? What? When did Microsoft Office and Office 365 become a fucking subscription service? Yeah. I, honestly, I was like, what is this? How is everything a fucking subscription now? That's what they do. Honestly, I'll have to pay to exist soon. <laughs> yes life rent you'll call it yeah i mean yeah. i mean i am fortunate i've got a i don't know where i got it i think i may have got it through some work or something i've got like a mm. one one year version of it and they're like well it won't update as regular I'm like, i don't care i don't want the fucking latest fucking that breaks comics. it i don't want it yeah would you like to pay to have it broken every month yes please just want something that will open up all the fucking documents I download and let me just type stuff out. If not, I'll go to Google. I don't. I ain't got no problem going to Google Sheets to do, you know, random <laughs> sums or fucking word processor or whatever. But it's just easy to have that on here because if you do ever download something, it just automatically works. Yeah, but it's yeah, just I mean, default. I've been fortunate there, but undoubtedly this will become end of service and phased out and I won't be able to get at it one day. So the, the mm. time of coming. And then I think you can buy like a stock version, but. It ain't cheap. It's a few hundred quid, and you're like, oh, fuck it. Might as well just pay five for a month. Yeah, but then you end up paying <laughs> 500 quid over the light. It's, it's a bottle yeah, cake. Yeah, it's mm. not, no idea. Fucking shit bags. Anyway, Sony confirms it's delayed half of its 12 planned live service games because they want to ensure they enjoyed and liked by gamers for a long time. I mean, it's been translated, so forgive the elementary sort of structure in the sentence there but um yeah i mean this was a lot of people i went of two minds of this as well one is gutted i mean you should why you think pumping 12 live service games into the market is gonna yield a positive you know success rate you might get one or mm. two and maybe that's all they want but you're just gonna be chucking shit at the wall and open one of them and sticks, some of sticks. Which, which to me doesn't suggest high quality necessarily. And it's just, a, mm. it's just who that can they manipulate a niche of a market to play the game long enough for it to be a success. And the other half of me was like, I can't remember the last game that wasn't delayed, so this is not a surprise. Like on it, I mean, really, um, nearly every game is delayed in some way these days, either internally or even externally after they've announced the date. So I don't think it's as big a deal as what people have made out, but. Still, I'm pleased to see this this strategy struggling a bit because I've got no. In, I've got. I'll, I'll say it's about even looking at one of the games. I ain't got much interest in any of these. Is my prediction? They're not your bag, life they're, service, are they? They're not. And I've always said if they want to do this, fine. But as long as you keep up the the single player first party releases that cadence, mm. then I ain't got a problem with you doing this to pay the bills or whatever you need to do. But if this starts to impact and slow down releases, then I will have a problem with it. If I look at next year, what are they up to? What are they up to? Helldivers 2 is all I can think off the top of my head. So if you're holding back a load of stuff or you've had Fummer Pass and now you're like, uh, what? What are you thinking? They're going to stagger them over the next twelve sort of months to. I don't know if they've got anything. Gap. I don't know if they've got anything in the fucking can. 
Interesting. Anyway, do you want 12 new live service games by March 2026? No. There ain't enough no. room for all this shit. Everything. This is what it's ironic because I just said about subscriptions and things. Mm. I'm exhausted by the requirement to constantly put a hand in my pocket. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't mind so much if it, they go, it's just cosmetics yeah. and stuff. Like I'm like, all right, look, you're kind of giving me the choice there of whether I want to buy it or not. But half the time, there's some decent gear locked away somewhere and you need to do certain quests. It's It annoys me that I can't just pay for something and make a decision about whether I want to play it and be done with it or not. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that bit and then know that I've got to pay another 15 quid for the next three months of content. Like, it's... It is exhausting. It does bother me. Um, and to have all of that going on at once is quite dear. So you have to pick and choose yeah. where you want to chuck your money at it. Um, i trying to think if I've technically got any like real like quote-unquote live service stuff going on at the moment. <clears throat> I mean, not really. No. But I think it's because they've all largely failed to a certain well, to, I mean, to just, different degrees. You see like two or three of these come out a year... And very rarely do they stick. Like they have a bit of a boon. Everyone goes, oh, this is fun. And then a month later, they're like, you've mm. logged on in there. And then a year later, they're like, well, we're shutting this service down. I just don't see how they think they can release 12 of them. Again, it might just be they only want one, but... Yeah, I, I think uh, if you get one that's become super successful, then it's really, really profitable. Mm. Um, so I do get it, but... The throwing mud at the wall. Yeah, I mean, it's like surely you sit there and you go, what would really resonate and what do people want and how do we structure it and do something like that? Surely you're better off doing something like that rather than just hoping one of the 12 in the next sort of 18 months sticks. So it's a bit... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I Fortnite was great in the way that they structured it because they're the ones that really brought out this whole concept of a battle pass and seasonal content and mm. cosmetics and all that kind of good stuff and and really made it a thing. But now everyone's seen the success of that that Epic had with it and just everyone's just replicating it. Still, and I think people still trying to yeah. get at it. It's been how many years? Has it been five? Feels like Fortnite's been longer, out six, longer seven years. I mean, yeah. At some point, you've got to give up the go. Oh, no, we've had, I think Apex is stuck around. I always felt that, that was yeah, yeah. pushing the boat out, and I was like, that's not going to last, but it has. Warzone, yeah. obviously, but that has the Call of Duty pedigree, which is always going to yeah. get eyes and ears. I'm sure there's others out there as well I'm not thinking of. Even like smaller ones like Sea of Thieves is still running for Microsoft. Mm. It's probably it's not going to be Fortnite levels, but it's clearly enough for them to keep mm. supporting it. Yeah, but look at what Bungie have done to Destiny. Um, like that. That is essentially now live service yeah. with DLC, which is almost the worst fucking combo because you have to put your hand in pocket multiple times for it. Well, you could put it um, in once, just pay 300 quid and be done with the season. One hand, yeah, but it's just one, bad, one isn't big it? pocket. That's not 300 quid, mm. but it's, it ain't cheap. I know, but it's, if you wanted to go at it, have a look in the Steam store. Like, it's <laughs> mental. Um, so, yeah, I, it is a thing that's kind of bled in and people just kind of expect it. You just go, yeah, yeah that's, but it shouldn't be that way. There's a time and a place for it. And I think the way that Fortnite was structured free to play, you know, cosmetics and stuff is the way to do it. I prefer it that way because then I don't feel like I'm missing out on stuff and it's nah. not locked behind paywalls. Um, but Hey, 
it's it's not going away, I don't think, unfortunately. Nope. Speaking of Fortnite, they did their Fortnite OG event. 44 yeah. million players returned yeah. to go on that original act. Did you jump in? Yeah. Well, there we go. That's why it works, because they get yeah. all sorts of characters come back in. Was it as good it as you remember? Re- <laughs> it wasn't really OG Fortnite. Because right, the, they they've got the build and no build. That's what it says on the banner here. Fortnite and big OG, they've put a little shield on it. Yeah. Oh, it's not like... I think it's I think it's like halfway through season one. Mm. Um so there's like no uh Dusty Divot. It's right. uh, sorry, it's Dusty it's Dusty Divot, not Dusty Depot, which is the original location in the middle. So it's it's not full on OG. Um you can choose as well to do it in a no build and a build version. So obviously OG Fortnite was build only. So it's Two I wouldn't towers. say it's yeah, that's there. Yeah, tilted's there. Um, but it was it was nice bit of nostalgia to actually jump in for for a couple of games. God, I am shite. I was yeah. trying to do it on keyboard and mouse, by the way, which I've never played Fortnite <laughs> on. So that was the first Mystique. first uh, first sticking point that I couldn't get used to. But it was just good to play it for a bit. It's not something that I can see that I will visit regularly at all. Um, but it was nice just to jump in a few games when it was out there. And, and and say hello again. Yeah, fair enough. It's uh, seen all manner of people jumping back on it just for the nostalgia, I guess, at this stage, which is mad to say. Yeah, it's still, but... yeah I mean, it's the one thing that kind of put me off Fortnite and never playing it again was the amount of shit that they've done to it. Like, it's such a vastly different game from the one that I played sort of five, six years ago yeah. that I'm just not really about how it's become with cars and all that sort of stuff. It's just not... Yeah not how I enjoyed it, but to go back to that. And I hope they, I think they're going to continue to do certain things that they did years ago in it and okay. the events and things. I think it's going to be an ongoing kind of thing. So it'd be good to periodically just jump in there when they're doing things to say for a couple of games to experience it. And then that'll be it. But yeah, yeah, it's good to see them doing that and acknowledging that there was a demand for it. Yeah. Cause often they'll just put Ed in the sand and go, no, we're on chapter six now deal with it. And you're like, well, yeah, get me this fucking map back. Here's one well, for you. That's what people wanted. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh well, did they? Or was it just the well, old? You lot? saw. Well, the thing is, it was like you know, you both Fortnite you played huge. two games, then walked away from it, so it didn't keep you there. I did, I did, but that's because I, you know, there's, there's, I think from a content creation perspective as well, and this is where mm. the whole thing comes interesting. Was Ninja obviously blew up through Fortnite, and so did a lot of other streamers. That's where they got a lot of their following from. Mm. And it was interesting to watch all of those sort of people come back together to play that game in the same way together. It was really, I think, not just from a playing perspective, but just from some of the content that I enjoyed years ago as well from those guys, to watch them do all that again. And even the Doc was back in there playing a bit of OG Fortnite and stuff. It was just cool to see that all these people that have stopped playing it over the years for various different reasons, just kind of jumping back in and and doing that game again. It was really cool to see. So, um, yeah, hopefully it sticks around long-term-ish. Yeah, then it doesn't nice become special do. though, does it? You got to take it away, make people yearn for it again. Then when you need a boost, yeah, I mean, you bring yeah, it back again and yeah. go, "Yes, fifty million players, thank you." Yeah, I mean it's a clever business thing to do, just to roll back the the version yeah. and release it. Like it's an easy win, right? Um, but 
I think it was just a nice little thing to do. Same that I wish bloody Warzone would do. Just release yeah. OG Warzone again. Just give me that. That's all I all, all people want really. Yes. The dance back and that original experience. So I expect that will be the next one to do it. Nintendo. Yep. Won't comment on the next Switch. Fair enough. They's not. They don't. Want to, <laughs> they won't reveal that yet. But the current Switch sold 132 million units which leaves it just over 20 yeah. million off the PS2 which is 155 million and the only reason that mm-hmm. got it is because it had that DVD player which yeah. is unbelievable it was it just not, it won't I mean it's a good console don't get me wrong but a lot of people got that because it was a cheap DVD player and it doubled up as a game console so thank you very much so that's yeah. in range whether it'll get there or not I don't know I would if I had to bet I'd say it would but that's not really the, the talking point here I was wanted to just to carve out some time to talk not even really discuss it but just reveal just how much in terms of software sales how well nintendo do with their first party stuff with their best selling of switch games they revealed the figures the updated figures for them so number one is mario kart 8 deluxe it's one of the first games. i think it actually was out on launch that one that was a souped up version of mario kart 8 57 million copies sold of that game and we're celebrating five million for Spider-Man, huh? Animal Crossing: New Horizons, forty-three million copies sold. Smash Brothers Ultimate, thirty-two million copies sold. Breath of the Wild, thirty-one million copies sold. Mario Odyssey, twenty-seven-ish million, twenty-six point nine five, round it up for them. Million sold. Mm. Pokemon Sword and Shield, twenty-six million. Scarlet and Violet: The Disgrace, twenty-three million. Mario Party, 19 million. Zelda, 19 million. New Super Mario Bros. U, 16 million. You talk about different gravy, and that is real money printed industries there. And it's from, guess what? Making video games. Not live service, not fucking subscribe to this, not do that. It's, we've made a platform, we've made a game for it, have at it. Which proves yeah. that the old model can still work. And Nintendo are probably the best at it at the moment in terms of quality and quantity. Yeah. Yeah, can he disagree with that? Um, he reluctantly nods it in. Well, no, it's not reluctant. I think I, I prefer... We crap on Nintendo a lot, but when you look under the hoodie... They, it, they release some shit and it still does yeah. well. Like well, That yeah. has to be acknowledged. Like it, it seems like they can just release whatever they want and it gets some... <laughs> Fucking 10 million copies sold. It's really weird. <laughs> but, um, you know, you have to say that they do do really well and there's a universal appeal. Yeah. Again, a universal appeal, right? They don't, they don't release a fucking Spider-Man game that only us superhero nerds want to play or whatever. They can release a Mario game and people from 5 to 75 will play it. Like, they've got a huge market for their games. Um, they've got a huge cult and legacy following. Yeah. Um, and they're good games on the whole as well. Like they you know, so everything always meets the need of and the wants of what the consumer base want. And they're super easy to pick up and play. They're not particularly stressful. Well, they yep. can be, but they're, they're you know, they just hit a real sweet spot for the maximum number of their audience. And you have to sort of applaud them for it. Yeah, it's um, that's the model I'd like to see Sony and Microsoft do, but. What release good games regularly? Yeah, <laughs> that's all I want. 
To be honest, that's all I want. To be yeah. honest, third parties have carry most of the water these days. It's just that on, yeah. I mean, the Switch itself, or Nintendo, I should say, have their hand force in that they don't get as much third party support. So they've kind of crafted this cottage industry where they need to support the the platform themselves. Yeah, and they do. So I, you know, Microsoft and Sony have money coming in from all avenues. I think it's thirty eight yeah. million Switch Online users as well, subscribers. So, I mean, that's that is that's a lot of people, but it's cheap. That it's twenty quid a year. So it's almost like why wouldn't you? Even if you never used it, you know, you chuck that on a few beers quite easily. When you start asking for twenty pound a month different kettle of fish but switch doing well nintendo yeah. doing well i'm mm. i've said this i'm ready for this next switch and really interested to see what they do and what it is backwards compatibility all those questions hopefully revealed so i suspect sometime spring next year if i had to guess we'll get some details on it but i'd, yeah. wel- I'd welcome a gta 6 trailer and then a switch 2 trailer at the game awards if keely can arrange that for me can he do it unlikely anyway what do you want for that switch to just quickly a minute if i well what do you want realistic or just blue sky is what I whatever you want. want to do it well uh, i would like it to have a better console experience in the yeah using whatever they need to use if it's dlss or just making the thing more powerful i would pay a premium to have a bigger box to run things better and at higher frame rates and higher resolutions so that I can make the most out of my OLED. I just don't play on the go. I don't find it comfortable. Yeah. I don't have a. I don't have the 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 want to do that. So I'm primarily playing this thing docked, and it you know it is what it is. It's it, it's clever in many ways because it is it's portable. But I'd like it to be a version of this in some way that enhances my play at home experience. And rumors suggesting that could be close to that, but until mm. it's in hands, I won't get my hopes up. But 1080p. 60 fps minimum is what i'm after that would be fine i think for many people yeah. upscale it if you want to but i'd prefer higher resolutions and frame rates if i could get them but at a minimum that's the sort of thing i'll be looking for docked yeah like i don't want i'm like you i fucking hate cranking my neck over that thing it's just not it's too heavy yeah i think to to play handheld um so, yeah, and I'll be looking for some sort of improvement on the controller front, I think. Yeah, like, what, what comes with it isn't that great. I mean, it's handy, those Joy-Cons. Yeah. You can break apart, but they're not ideal for, like, console gaming. This Nintendo Pro controller I've got is actually pretty good. It's yeah, yeah. Very, oh, I've got one. That is good. That's good enough, I should yeah. say. It's it's no better or worse than the Xbox controller, and the only thing that beats it is that DualSense because it's got that haptic mm. and, you know... I, would, I just rumble. think if they... Did something with that Joy-Con system to make uh, it? I'll tell you one it, thing they can do, and this is between Phil and Bowser to sort out. They're both using A, B, X, and Y on their fucking face buttons. Now they're all in different places. Yeah, this bothers me. One of yous need to take the lead and just either bail out <laughs> or concede. Now my understanding is Nintendo had this first, so yeah, if we look at it that way, then yeah. Xbox should be fucking redoing that. But yeah, it's, that it, really fucks me. Yeah. I just when it says press press triangle, I go, yep. Yeah, it, it, uh, not triangle. What is it? Fucking Y or X? It's Y yeah, or X. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, it. Yeah. It's A or B. It's like fuck. So that's another thing. I think yeah. they should take the high road and say we're going to make a new control of new inputs and say we don't one, need... two, three, four. Oh, cool. Oh, fine. 
At least my head will want not confuse it with what's being asked on the Xbox or, or whatever. What if they did a Bowser, um, a Shell, a Mario and Luigi, and that's the buttons. So you've got to press Mario and Luigi together. Wouldn't mind that. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, that. isn't yeah. it? Copywriting that idea. Well, I probably, that they've probably already got a pattern on it. They've patterned everything, these yeah, fucking companies. Got Sony doing all sorts. Xbox or Microsoft don't do it as much from what I see, but Nintendo and Sony have weird ideas that they come up with. And mm. pattern it and then nothing ever happens but just in case just in case they need it anyway shut down time we're gonna do aw fight forever this, this was meant to be later on in in the whatever you call it, the queue but i've brought it forward because they announced it's going to be a season two and some of the criticisms or positives may well be rectified in season two there's no date for it just yet um, but mm. I suspect in the next couple of weeks, we'll find out. It might be towards the end of the year. It might be early next year. But this is like a marker of here's the release and here's the, the months after it, which, spoiler alert, wasn't very good in terms of support. And it felt to get this out before season two, just in case they start to pull their finger out and fix things. So you've got AW Fight Forever. Adkins and I both given our impressions of that wrestling game. And uh, I'll be keeping my eye on season two, what it entails, how much they're asking, any new modes, is it just wrestlers, whatever they're doing. And if needs be, I'll be back with a season two review. This will be my live service review game. (laughs) I'll just check in once or twice a year when the new season comes out, see what's happening. But it's got to be worth it. I'm not just going to blindly buy it. Not at full price anyway. So, but you can hear our thoughts on the guess the base game and its initial kind of launch period in readiness for season two which is um, which is upcoming with no defined date just yet anyway it's aw fight forever next and we'll see you on the other side welcome to the dimp digital voicemail service Please leave a message after the tone. Hello there, Atkins from Dint Digital. Here to review Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, cards on the table again. Uh, not played all of the Zelda games, but mainly the big heavy hitters. Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess. Um and Breath of the Wild, most notable, because this is the sequel to it. Um, and again, an absolute blinder of a game, this one. Um, vastly, vastly improved from Breath of the Wild. Some may say it's not the second coming, and it's an absolute barren wasteland. Although that barren wasteland does continue in one sense, You've now got three barren wastelands because you've got a barren wasteland up in the sky, the sky islands. You've got the the main barren wasteland that's now adapted. And you also have another dark barren wasteland in the depths. Um, But yeah, this one, again, improves on story. Um, A much better story, a much darker setting. That That was one of the big things I liked about this game was its darker tone. I think a lot of people say that about Majora's Mask compared to Ocarina of Time. But yeah, this one had a much darker story, much darker tone.
which was much welcomed. Um, yeah, like I say, you had three levels of exploration. Um, the Sky Islands, where you can now jump up, fly up to, and explore them at your leisure, um, engage in more shrines, new puzzles, characters to meet. Um, same with the bottom, you've got the standard your Hyrule um, massive map. It's pretty, it is the same map as of Breath of the Wild, but things have changed. Um, places are different. So exploration is definitely welcomed and improved upon. And then you have the depths, which um, is a new fun way where you've got sort of bigger dungeons. It goes back to, there was, there was essentially like, whereas a lot of people didn't like the um, Divine Beasts in Breath of the Wild, this, these were like sort of uh, definitely an improvement in terms of dungeons, but they're still not the OG dungeons that everyone wanted. Um, but I'd say they're getting there close. So by the third game, I reckon they're getting them back spot on. Um, but yeah, lots more added into this game in terms of um, dungeons and missions and... and uh, challenges, puzzles, brilliant. Um, but the real star of the show was the new abilities, um, notably one ability called Ultra Hand, which lets you sort of glue anything together and stick things, making able to make vehicles, and also you can improve your weapons. There's abilities to add things because my biggest gripe with the game and a lot of people's was the weapon duration uh, durability. Um this is not eradicated but definitely improved by you can now um improve any weapon by adding stuff to it. It's like a big boulder rock, um an item you find a, a sort of element to turn it so you can sort of turn any weapon into an upgraded version or a lethal weapon with elements like fire, ice, um, and just the possibilities are endless in it. I mean, there's so much you can make. Um, if you are with that sort of creative mind, um, you really can go to town with it. And there's so many ways to sort of complete missions and stuff like if you, you're trying to get into a certain outpost or something, whereas normally you'd have to go through the way and take on a load of bosses. This time you can you can just make a sort of ramp out of wood or something, try and climb it and climb over. It makes this, the shrines a lot better um, because there are so many of them and there's even more in this game. But it's just the, the sort of ways you can do it. it. There really is a limitless, endless possibilities and it makes you feel like you're an absolute genius even though you're not. So, yeah cannot say a bad thing about this game well it's on the switch it's 30 fps that's probably you know a downside but overall incredible quite potentially and is my current game of the year 100 percent it's going in the gallery and it's getting a platinum so there's your money Atkins out here we are then, back with some game impressions. To close out this edition of Idle Game Chat, you got apps here. And the quiz. Well, are you the quiz winner by the time this airs? This is the trouble. We've had stuff over 12 months in the can. So. This could potentially go into I'm the quite confident year. you'll win it again anyway, so it won't matter. As yeah. long as we do it within 18 months, then <laughs> this will be, be an accurate 
description yeah. of you, but it's Adkins, not Adcock. And we are here to talk about AEW Fight Forever. Crowns up <laughs> for the United Empire who aren't AEW. Well, Fletcher and Davis are sort of affiliated. Cobb went Cobb knocking about once. Cobb's, Cobb came in for a while and did a couple of spots. Um, they've kind of come over and done whatnot, but Fletcher and Davis have signed, haven't they, properly? They seem That's to still carry the green, so crowns up indeed. But this is AEW's... Well, it's not actually their first video game, technically, because they did have the couple of mobile games out. Oh, um, that's great. I partook in one of them, and then they did a casino game as well and whatnot. This is the first... Oh console game fight forever and before it was even before it was even out it's being tabled as the no mercy successor that's what was being said putting big pressure on it which it probably didn't need to be quite honest developed by ukes who used to do the wwe games until they had a bit of a falling out yeah and uh who had a veteran convinced fucked him off who knows? Probably it was, <laughs> it was probably 2K to be honest. It probably wasn't even oh, do with WWE. It's probably them because they pay yeah. 2K to do it. Oh, that's true. And I think they just they've obviously soured the relationship, and then it, 2K had to get someone in, so they got Vicarious Visions in, and then they fucked that. What was it? WWE 2020 that was so bad they didn't oh, release yeah. it the next year. Yeah, <laughs> we're having a year off of that. Yeah, but then in t- 2023, their highest rated game of the series. So they've pulled out the bag in some ways. And AEW is forever going to be in a, a seemingly a competition with WWE for better or for worse. People will not let it go. And mm. this has been long in development, probably since the formation of AEW, which dates back to 2019. Sort of oh. weeks in, I remember Omega coming out saying, yep. Yeah, Video game's been greenlit, and then here we are, four and a half years later and change, and the game is here. It's here, and here to stay, baby. did see, actually, the other day, Mm. I saw a thing on Twitter saying that apparently new um, AEW superstars, no, not superstars, wrestlers, (laughs) uh, have been having their face scanned. And so it does sound like there's more to come. That's something I do want to get into because the game itself came out in June. So it's been out a long old time since people have listened to this. And I kind of was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Because I was expecting there to be some sort of update. As yeah. you record this, there hasn't really been that. They've they've uh, got the, the DLC really, packs out. That's all, that's all of them now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they've just got what, those the out the now. door. Which is, I think, in total, maybe four or six wrestlers in total. And it took them a couple, a few yeah. months to do that. What was the last? Was it Hook and... No. Hook and Danhausen were the last two. Last one, that was um, it. The Hookhausen Keith set. Lee and... Yeah, Keith Lee was one. <laughs> the Bunny, I think, was... Bunny, yeah. yeah Keith really? Lee and the... Yeah, so it's, four, yeah, it's Keith Lee and the Bunny and then Hookhausen, which is Hook and Danhausen. There's a pre-order as well, and it double... You could Hardy. get them through pre-orders. A season pass for those ones, and this you had the Matt Hardy who was a pre-order. I think FTR were part of the season pass oh, as well, right. yeah. But right. they came day and date with the game. Um, in any case, the game yeah. retailed at fifty UK pounds, so people oh. found it at various prices when it came out. It's still at that price tell today. You how much I paid for it? Here we go. Reach into my. 
lovely list, which everything gets a little... No? Oh, yeah, dude. Thirty nine ninety nine. Full EUK pounds. Yeah, I paid the digital... Actually, I paid the 70 UK pounds for the season pass, the, the Elite oh, Edition. Yeah. I thought, we're going to get this stuff anyway. Jumped in on that and maybe a... An op- uh, a silly manoeuvre, perhaps in hindsight, but because yeah. I haven't even I haven't even turned it on to play as Keith Lee <laughs> or as Hookhouse and or as the Bunny, so that that money I've paid for that wasn't worth <laughs> it. I did get to guess I got to play with fucking FTR, so yeah, I believe they were included. Let me just check that actually because that will annoy me. Uh, yeah, FTR, and then you have got the Bunny and Keith Lee, and then you have got Hookhausen, Hook and Danhausen. Before we get into the game, let's just take a moment to talk about previous wrestling games mm. perhaps we've played mm. and oh. also the world of pro wrestling so what's your yep. your history with both of those what's going let's on let's go games first um mm. i have been almost there since day dot mm. uh, i'm out of the womb and i had no mercy <laughs> now my uh, original first thing that i can remember there was a there was a hulk hogan on like the don't know what that would have been on the Mega Drive, I think it was like Royal Rumble or something like that. Well, it might have been something like that, but that I have very vague memory of that. The the first one that I properly played was Attitude on the PlayStation WWF Attitude. Yeah, yeah, there was two, wasn't there? There was WWF Warzone and then WWF. I think it was called Attitude second one, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry, Warzone was my first one. That was one with Stone Cold on the front, wasn't That's it? That's it. So that was my first. That was on the PlayStation 1, my first full entry. And by that time, I was then properly watching wrestling. Yeah. Um, I've been, a, would say, an avid to strong fan of wrestling. I sort of go in and out of phases. I sort yeah. of... I, I started it... I, I, well, I remember my, bro- my older brothers used to watch it. So the first ever wrestling match was WrestleMania 3 I would have watched, whenever that was. <laughs> 88, something like that. WrestleMania 3, and I remember Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. So I'd, I remember watching bits of it there, but weren't was too young to actually watch it weekly or anything. Yeah. Don't um, even know if we'd have got it weekly over here. No, that's what I was thinking that back time. then. I don't think they did, did it? No, it's like, no you um, big events. And then I jumped in... Uh, we were trying, I was talking to this about your brother, trying to figure out where we started. I think it was Armageddon. Edda 99 or what Vince versus Triple H yeah Street Fight was it that one Street Fight I think that was it it was definitely an Armageddon yeah but, but that sort of that sort of era and I was that they was started when, putting oh, them on channel 4 around that they? period they started putting like I think mm. so Raw Rumble used to be on channel 4 mm. uh, SummerSlam there's, there's like four of them per year that used to go on channel 4 live so that's what I like. It's a lot of people at school started to get more involved. Yeah. I remember having to get Sky, making my mum and dad buy Sky <laughs> just so I could watch it. <laughs> and I remember going around people's houses yeah. to go and watch like, a Smackdown on a Saturday morning. But so by that sort of time, I was I was very much into wrestling and I, I carried on for years and years. And, and it started to fizzle out sort of. I was like 2004, five yeah. that sort of time, and I sort of was, was still in and out, but not watching it regularly. And then, um, sort of, then I go to, went to see it a few times live, and I'd sort of dip back in, watch it for a few months, and then yeah. it would phase out again. So I've always had a liking of it, and probably since 
I think since Punk joined AEW, he's that's been when sacked I started... now. He's been sacked now. When was that? That was twenty. Just after the pandemic, wasn't it? So twenty twenty one, I think yeah, it was. Yeah. One. It was the first rampage, and since then I've been back into it again. Mm. Um, much to your helping and <laughs> young Piper's helping, and uh, yeah, so it's 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 been a consistent thing. But since throughout that, I've I've always bought the games. Hmm. Since like actually every year, you know, like the SmackDown series, I bought yeah. them every year, day and day. SmackDown versus Raw. It only it teetered off. I mean, buying the last SmackDown versus Raw, yeah, and then when it started going into the two K games, I think that's where I dropped off and mm. played a couple of them, but not a lot of them. The two K series, and then I there was like a couple on Game Pass, and I remember, yeah. and then I bought last year's one. Um, but, but the games, I've yeah, apart from the two K, I've consistently dipped in and played them, and most of them bought day and date. Especially the Ukes one. So I've got a long st- standing history yeah. with you. And two of the fondest ones that I used to love playing was N64, was WrestleMania 2000, which was yes. the predecessor to No Mercy. Yes. And then the grand, the Holy Grail itself was WWF No Mercy. Also, there was a, the WCW one as well, wasn't there? WCW versus NWA. Yeah, there's WCW was... Revenge. I think there was WCW... Oh, it might have been called Revenge Tour, but they had a handful of, of games out as well. I think they were actually done by AKI, the um, No Mercy people. Oh, really? Ah. Um, also had the TNA game as well at some point. That was... Yeah, Impact, yes. yes. Impact, that's the one. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, long-standing history, but yeah, way, a wave, a roller coaster of a ride, I'd say, yeah. with the wrestling world and gaming. In out, shake it all about. That's what he's, <laughs> that's what he's been up to. Very much similar for me. I mean, I used to, I watched it growing up. Probably started just before, probably mid, late mid or latish nineties. Yeah, for WCW. I think it was a bit before me because I suppose you and Dan was Dan watching it before you, or did you get Dan into it? Sort of the same time. WWF was about the same time, right, and yeah. WCW was used to be on ITV, and that's where I'd watch it. Then we had access to it when it was on when Nitro, not quite when it started, but it was some time after the NWO formed, or just as the NWO was formed. Actually, it was actually when Scott Hall yeah. and Kevin Nash left because they were the outsiders for a while right. before that happened. Yeah. And I remember watching that. Not every week, but most like every other week, perhaps, and seeing those fuckers turn up causing problems for Sting, who was my favourite. Then I remember <laughs> I went around Johnson's house and he was he, he was talking about WWF and he was like, "Oh, there's there's this Kane and Undertaker and Kane's the younger brother who's come back." And I was like, "What is this shit?" <laughs> and then for some reason, I, I watched their match at WrestleMania 14, which would have been 98, and. Oh. The main event of that whole event was Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels. But I, I oh, woke yeah. up to watch it for the Kane Undertaker match. And then really since then, I've sort of got hooked on it from like 98 through to 2001. Then I kind of started to slop off a little bit because they turned Austin heel. And it annoyed, was it, yeah. it annoyed yeah. me. So I was kind of at that point waning and then... Probably dropped out completely by two thousand and like two, the end of two thousand two. Yeah, sorry, I, was, I always think I watched it later than I did. It was when Batista. I watched like the, the first part of Batista, but then when he's sort of 
the rain was happening. That's where I feel. So when sort of Hulk Hogan come back and... Mm. I they don't bought remember. WCW, didn't they, in 2002? That's right, yeah. So I remember all the invasion stuff. I yeah, it's basically the end of the invasion, and then I packed in almost, it, yeah. almost immediately See, I after that. I think I was watching it properly when Rock versus Hogan. When no, I missed no, that. Was it. I was gone by then. But yeah, and, same um, here. And then I'd like, sometimes I'd like put it on and watch it as, as you do. Then at some point yeah. during like 2007, 2008, I got really into TNA. Right. Um, oh yeah. Went and saw that live a few times. They'd done a couple of tours in the UK, which were always good. And it was on, I think it was on Challenge TV. And you know, it's easy to watch all the stuff. It's easy to keep up with. And again, that lasted a couple of years. And again, fucking Hogan started turning up there. And I think that's when I fizzled out again. He's like the kryptonite <laughs> of me watching it. Um, and I think I pretty much from 2008 till 2019 barely watched it because at that point. UFC had sort of started to, oh, it was more yeah. underground back in 2008, but by the time yeah. 2010 rolled around, I was really into that. sour wrestling, didn't it? As oh, well. yeah. Like, oh, there was a good... people really up fighting. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh. I used to think the same. I was like, I'm done with this now. Yeah. Then UFC started becoming a weekly fucking yeah, requirement. Now it's, now it's turning more. Now it's turning into a wrestling. Well, well look, at, I, was, I was talking to someone about this earlier, the other day and, I was like, I think it's just with MMA, you can put on a card, and it might just be shit. Yeah, like it might just be complete dog shit because all the fights are just dull and boring, and you're like, oh, that was a real waste of four hours or whatever it's to take. Yeah, I mean, wrestling can do that, but mm. they're not. You won't have just stinker matches after stinker matches. Like, nah. there, at least there'll be some decent wrestling. Like, and it's always. At a base level, like a minimum level of entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the UFC, there was always it's always hit or miss. Like you sometimes sit there until like four in the morning, and you think this fucking card's awful. There's one match left, and it was <laughs> yeah. then that was poor. In any case, that just started becoming weekly and too much, and then I packed it in. And then it wasn't until really AEW formed, and I was like, oh, chance to get in the ground level. I'll see what this is all about. I came in pissed up one evening, <laughs> stuck it on, just bought the pay per view on a whim, watched yeah. it, and then back sort of back involved ever since so that was that and then the game side of things yeah i mean by ww superstars on the game boy which i used to play oh. loads of i mean it barely had any modes i mean sort yeah. of like the aw game i guess but it was um <laughs> it had fewer modes than aw i must be fair to <laughs> fight forever but i played that then a wwf attitude a wwf Warzone, wwf mm. attitude during that time Remember, i never I never had an N64, but someone I knew did. So I'd go around theirs and play it quite a bit. Smackdown versus Raw, got a few of those. I think Here Comes the Pain was like my peak one. You've muted yourself, young boy. And um, and Hello? he's back. Okay. And um, then I think I got a couple of the 2K games, 2K19, and then got the most recent one as well. So yeah. on and off, haven't bought... A ton in the last sort of five to ten years, but we play the raw games on the Xbox. <laughs> Goldberg um, was on the cover of one of them. I don't think I did. Yeah, no, they, they did raw and then raw two. I think they had. Yeah, the OG Xbox. God awful games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did, I, I'm sort of flitting out, but that's where we are today. I didn't get the TNA yeah. Impact game that came out around the time I was watching it. So why I didn't yeah. get it, I don't know. And I must cool, say, having, I think I looked at the reviews and they were a bit lukewarm. And then, you know, I, I, it fizzled. TNA sort of peaked really quickly and then 
sort of with me at least died, died of death quite quickly it was like an 18 month stretch and then it was like oh not interested anymore um, in any case, I've seen the reviews of it and not being that impressed. And then, yeah, was it the same team that did the first couple of UFC games, like they did that undisputed. And I think that was I don't know who that was now. I think before they be signed with they, uh, I know they EA. did the backyard wrestling game, or at oh, least, they? yeah, they did that on PS2. Cool. I'm not sure they did the UFC game. I think the TNA might have been one of their last games. Um, because it was Midway <laughs> that did. No one of the impact games in any case that's what happened there and then fast forward to this year this time period we've got fight forever and where do you want to start with this because it's a some it didn't get didn't review very well at all no cracked on basically a different type of game isn't it um 65 and i guess we're here to decide whether that's is that deserved no. <laughs> in some ways, it you could argue it's not ways, far off the yeah. mark. Yeah. It's, say it how it is. It, it, it's bare bones. for a re- The trouble is, is where you, we, we've been poisoned by simulation games mm. um, with a plethora of different modes and creative, um, <laughs> creative things you can do. Whereas like this one is literally grand up, right? And again, bare bones. Mm. Um, what I, I did, I did really like to get the arcade side of the game. Yeah. Compared to the simulation, like to get that out of my head, I remember thinking like, the trouble is, we're so interested. He's got all these clothes. There we are. <laughs> so interested. Uh, sorry, got so used to a whole like simulation side of um the, the wwe games that you like you do really play it as a simulation you know i know you used to get very involved in like sim- mm. simulating the matches and making pay-per-views and stuff yeah so when you you like have that mindset of going into a game when you go if you take that into fight forever you really do see its limitations especially in even in terms of its uh fighter creator yeah I th- I do think the the actual moment to moment gameplay in it I I enjoy more playing yeah. AEW than I would playing through a, a, like just a normal exhibition match of 2K. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think the actual in in the ring, and I'll mm. caveat that by saying in the ring with one v one. And, yeah. and a lights out match as well, like just even yeah. match modes. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the ladder matches play particularly well. No, um, anything tag related is a bit of a shambles. Yeah, uh, battle royales are. I've not dabbled in that. That's they're one okay. Thing they're a bit weird. <laughs> like you sort of have to punch people and they stagger towards the ropes and yeah. There's weird things oh, like they'll, no, I have made that. Sorry, they'll I grab onto the ropes, yes, to hold themselves on after you knock over the top rope. I think you're supposed to grapple them or punch them, but if you do like a, a grapple at the right time, you sort of they go to grab them and like they just scrape them with their shoulder and they fall off. It's like uh, yeah, it's just it's just weird. Oh. So the one, but the one v one matches. I think the anim- the animations are super super smooth. Like I'm, I was really impressed yeah. by the how the how the moves looked and how they felt when you actually had the control in your hand. The wrestlers felt pretty unique as well. Like I could tell the difference yeah. between 
you know, a, a Ray Phoenix versus a John Moxley almost immediately playing with. So there's, I liked that they felt, felt unique. And there's, there's some really nice attention to detail for certain wrestlers, like Kenny mm. Omega's Snapdragon suplexes on there. And you can keep doing yeah. that. You can do like multiple ones if you if you press like, mm. do, the, do the right combination. So you can do two or three in a row like he'll do in real life. Orange Cassidy, you can put your hands in your pockets and yeah, do, that's all, really good. do all that. So I think I've seen on the Danhausen one, you does that curse thing and there's like oh, a little like right, debuff yeah. that goes yeah. through or something like that. Mm. And, I, and I, look, I had a little look through, like, I mean, you probably did this when you created the wrestlers, but you can kind of choose like different attributes and skill points. That's and right, yeah. You can, from that perspective, the, the roster they've assembled, whilst extremely out of date, and that'll be a thing I'll get onto later on, yeah. but what's there, they I, I enjoyed, like, and the 1v1 stuff is really good. The trouble is, there's only just there's only so many exhibitions you can just do, yeah. To to kind of facilitate, there's no create a card mode. There's nothing in there from my perspective. Like I can nah. build a card that I could sit there and play through. And it's a shame because I, I think the in ring actual moment to moment gameplay is is a step up. It just yeah everything else almost immediately the seams are there and you're like this is this is bare bones. And yeah, yeah. to see things like mini games in there when <laughs> yeah. you haven't got some of the base modes that people would consider uh, and then a stadium stampede mode added after launch, which might one be one play. of the most embarrassing displays of a video game I've ever laid my <laughs> hands on. I only played it twice. I was like, this is fucking dreadful. Yeah. It really is. And I was just like, I don't know what this is for. You clearly thought uh, Battle Royale will catch a wave on that and it might bring... Yeah. It's like... Fine, if you've got everything yeah. else in your house or yeah, in order, but as you nah. discovered, the creator wrestler is bare bones at best. I mean, you had a good go at trying to create wrestlers that have been That's champion and were champion at the time that weren't in the game. I think I've got it written down. I made a list of how many sort of main... I've got it. Oh, I think I deleted it now. I made a list of all the sort of main wrestlers that are on... Weekly on the weekly shows, who were missing? missing. Well, look, I've got like, a few here. Oh. Ja- Jamie Hayter weren't there. She was the women's champion at the time. Champion at the time. <laughs> Takeshita not there. Tony Storm not there. Soraya not there. She's a champion. Um, Buddy Matthews not there. Brody King not there. Uh, Samoa Joe not there. Claudio not there. What say, gets me is there some wrestlers? Danny Garcia not there. No Billy Gunn. No Max Caster. No Anthony Bowens. Got their songs though. <laughs> yeah, this it has got their songs. So yeah. the, I've got a theory. Go My theory about this game is at some point, because you can look at the roster that's there and it hasn't hasn't changed that much oh. because they've only added four wrestlers since since <laughs> launch. There's clearly like, I can almost pinpoint when that was in AEW's life cycle. Yeah, like, Thunder yeah. Rosa was women's champion. That's the giveaway for me because she wasn't women's champion for like a year or so because she no, got injured. injured. But she was locked in as, as, as the champion. I think they may have even had the FTW title on Ricky Starks when you yeah, first boot the game yeah, up. When you first boot the game up. So the game, at some point, I think uh, this would have been like 18 months or two years ago now, if, I, if I'm thinking, got my sort of calendar correct. At that point, that's the roster we've got now. That's the roster they released yeah. in June of 2023. And it's, it's at that point, at least a year out of date, if not 18 months. Mm. I can only assume there was rumours and mumblings going on that the game had been kind of ready, 
but there was yeah. delays. One thing about the fight forever being trademarked seemed to be an issue. There was um, uh, rumours that there was it wasn't up to snuff and quality wise. There was something about it being on Game Pass and it never was. I don't know what the fuck happened, but yeah. it's almost like they built it. It was like right, it's ready, and then for whatever reason it got delayed and delayed and delayed, and they never fought to update the roster. And my theory as to why they didn't do that is because they've spent all this time like handcrafting. The, the animations are all handmade. And what oh. I mean by that is no motion capture. That's why they look so fucking good. Right, yeah, yeah. But that takes time, that takes effort, that takes a lot of resource compared to just mo-capping and you know, putting it in and cleaning it up. So I, I, my assumption is that at some point it was ready and... But the further and further it got out of date, they release it. What they've got there now is a game that's good on the base, like on the foundational level, but it's so hard to update. It's so yeah. hard. They haven't got the tools to, to quickly create a new wrestler, to quickly add someone new, to quickly update certain things. I think as time went on and the, the, the date was being moved further and further out and the roster got further and further behind, they just drew a line mm. in it and said, well, we ain't going to be able to keep up with this. Our tools don't allow us. The way we've built this game is not receptive to constant, quick, agile updates. Like I think it mm. takes a lot of effort for them to put one wrestler in. And what nah. we're seeing off the back of that is... I mean, look, it took them three months to get four out. Four. <laughs> yeah. who, who were already planned, you know, additions. Yeah. And... Um, It'll be telling if and when there is a next wrestler pack because that'll tell you roughly how long it's taken, and it shouldn't. Yeah. It shouldn't take that long because, unfortunately for them, wrestling moves so fucking quick that last week you're already out of date in some aspects, and true, I can only yeah. assume what they've got there is is like a, a a good base game, but trying to update it, trying to add things to it is just something that takes a lot of time, effort, and they haven't got the resource to do it. Who knows? AEW might have gone. Well, look, we're not really. We don't want to pay any more than what we we've paid out. Like there's all these complexities going on. They're dealing with THQ Nordic and then Ukes and whatnot. I, that's that's one of the reasons it's hurt. It. It's just the fact they've released it so far out of date. I was just like, I can't believe you've done that. Yeah, yeah. It's quite, I'm just I was just looking then to see. I had in my head that Jeff Hardy joined later on, but. Because I was just looking, he, he joined in February 22. Yeah. And Under Rosa won it in March 22. So it must have been around that time. That time where they cut off. The, and it does. I think there's a couple of exceptions. Like there, I'm, I'm sure I saw some people that I thought they were like after Thunder Rosa's reign, but I, I could be wrong. But it just it struck me that at some point a line was drawn here's what the roster yeah. is here's the state of here's the sort of state of Look, AEW and we're not going to Evil bother. Uno absolutely living yeah I mean Evil Uno like he was out promoting it on the channel he was he went to Gamescom did all that Colt Cabana yeah. went out there as well did the Gamescom yeah. neither of them in the game the only person from Dark Hall that got him was John Silver so they clearly was like he's the most popular member of that yeah. oh and Brody Brody Lee obviously oh cool sure. rest in peace he's in there Owen Hart's in there yep. as a as a nice tribute. Oh, right. Paul White's in there. I mean, that's I <laughs> said he's had one match, I think. <laughs> and yeah, so from that perspective, they've dropped the ball on the roster. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I don't, look, I've I've it's, it's infuriate me when you pick up a football game and there's like the odd transfer that wasn't done. Yeah, yeah. But really, we've moved past that issue now. 
Like yeah, it hasn't been yeah. a thing. Pez used to be the biggest culprit of it. That was always out of date for some reason, but you could easily <laughs> fix it. Here, there's no real, no, I would say, ex- no. good way of fixing it. And you had a go at the Creator Esther stuff, and I think you pulled off some masterful work. But Yeah, for some trying times, because it is very limited. And that's, that is what I like about these games, is your sort of creative freedom. I used to, I used to be like that with... Um, with football games and stuff, if we used to sign, like when they used to play FIFA and that, if we signed a new player, I'd always want to do, I used to, on transfer deadline day, I'd be sat there changing all the transfers over. Yeah. And with the wrestling, I used to love No Mercy because you could change the actual wrestlers. If that was Stone, Stone Cold <laughs> shaved his head off, if The Rock had <laughs> shaved his head off, I could change The Rock's hair to like, yeah. make it born. I was like, oh wow, that's brilliant. Um, but yeah, with like this, this it's, that is literally this game in a nutshell is bare bones. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah. Just bare bones. It's just it's it's a great entry for a hopefully decent franchise that's to come. I hope like I hope they don't go down like the um fighting game way where they just this is going to keep the same what would you prefer out of that thing would you like keep it as one game and just keep adding fighter packs in or would you like to see a second attempt at it it fight forever 2 it depends what the promises of fight forever 2 are mm. if they say we can add x y and z to it and we can update the yeah. game quicker you know we can update attires we can update we can add new people in relatively quickly and the roster is going to be continuously sort of kept on top of yeah i'd absolutely take that and give it one more go yeah but i really don't have the faith of that i don't think what yeah. they've got now clearly is a package is something they can wrangle into something that's continually supported at least not regularly this uh. is just seeing how slow the dlc took and how slow that was to come yeah. out is is telling not even to wrestlers me. it's it's uh, it's like pay-per-views um yeah. even weekly shows you know Collision's not there no i mean i mean that was relatively new but again yeah it's not there as we record this and i don't think it's going to be there i mean the the entrances are bare bones anyway which yeah. i don't mind i was like i was one of those people like okay i don't uh. need to see the entrances in full mm. i'll get away with that but again it just sort of adds another tick to the box of there but not there and then yeah really i mean the meat of the game that they try and wrangle you down because it is just exhibition there's online and then there yeah. is rose to the elite rose to the thing so yeah so cards on the table this thing i've only ever completed it once <laughs> how many times have you done it <laughs> well i got the platinum trophy in this didn't i oh, so course, yeah. i think it's 10 times Ten times, ten tr- times. Now you, you skip through. You can get it done in like ninety minutes, basically. If you skip right, through yeah. all the shit, I've seen every. I mean, it is. It, <laughs> this is so Korean fucking weird. <laughs> it's such a weird mode. <laughs> I've never it's, played anything like it. What would you describe it as? It's. It's, it's almost. It's not really a story mode because there's no... Basically, the game is split up into four blocks, they call it, and there's four scenarios that you'll play out and each of them leads yeah. to a pay-per-view. And I think, it's so, I think it's supposed to take place over a calendar year. But the key thing that they miss out on is there's no continuity between each of the scenarios. So, like, you could mm. win the world title in the first block yeah. and then the next block, you don't have the belt and you don't know what's happened uh-huh. to it. It's, it's almost like they're separate fucking timelines or something. Like, <laughs> they, they don't reference it. And 
I have no idea how to describe. It's so weird. Like you have to, you, you have to sort of manage your stamina. You get to do like each show. Yeah. You get to do like a couple of things before the match, so you can go Remind sightseeing. You can, mm. which... It reminded me of like the UFC career. Was it UFC or the boxing career mode mm. where you had to like train in the thing, but then you had to manage. You could injure That's yourself it. or you. It's the same here, things. isn't it? It's like you get a couple. Mm. It's like turn based. Like you get three yeah. turns per week and a match. Then you so you decide whether you want to train, whether you want to go out and promote yourself, which gives you popularity. Which I don't know what even that gives you in the end. Uh, it's some sort of useful stat that that can be used for. Then if you win or lose your match, there is sort of little bits of branching bits if you win or lose, but it's only for that scenario. So it's only for the, like one of those four blocks. Then you have your your matches, and then that's it. There, there are some funny interactions with the wrestlers. Like it's not it's not yeah. voiced or anything, but the dialogue, no. some of the stuff in there was quite like that. Felt like inside AEW, like some of the things that people yeah. say. I was like, no one would casually would definitely wouldn't pick up on that. Um, but generally, is what what I guess is supposed to be. There is some sort of career stroke story mode. It's just mm-hmm. fucking odd. <laughs> it's just fuck it. It's one of the strangest things I've it's sat through. Fucking eating the soup in one of the restaurants, <laughs> and then Ray <laughs> Phoenix just sits up. opposite you and just starts talking to you about random shit. Uh, and is no commentary as well. That's another big thing. Well, well, the, Jr. will sometimes say oh, something no, in the match, but there is commentary. That's very rare. But he's one of, one of the worst red. Some of the <laughs> some of the lines, his delivery, he clearly was not up for that that, that, was that day. The best match we've ever seen. People think we're exaggerating, and we're not. That that's literally how it's, he says it. And Jr. is is better than that. Whoever yeah, yeah. whoever was in charge of directing that and getting that, I mean, they've they've clearly just <laughs> got scared gone, of Jr. Yeah. How they let him get yeah. away with that? He's not even tried. <laughs> it's fucking pathetic. That is but and that's meant to be one of the main modes road to the elite yeah. and that ain't it either that's not up to stuff nah. and is is so it's bare bones i think it's, we, we know it that is very bare bones. what yeah. do you make of this as a comment to try and let it off the earth and i don't agree with this but i just thought i'd bring <laughs> it up barring story mode which have got better in recent years in fighting games but typically they've been throwaway to other than yeah, like Neverrealm, really yeah. and perhaps I mean I know you enjoy the Tekken ones as well, so maybe that's not fair. But Street Fighter yeah, of yeah. dog shit, like yeah, yeah. story modes. Um, most recent one, you got World Tour, which looks interesting and oh, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But parking that aside, what do you make of people that say, "Well, treat AEW as a fighting game, and therefore you've almost got as many modes. You just just the, yeah. you, you play online or you play against the computer." I mean, I'm not letting mm. off the hook for that because no, well. I remember read like what reading a lot of because uh, Kenny was he's like I think he did have some involvement in the game didn't he, he was yeah. like certainly some sort of voice and I remember him going into he's like a huge competitive Street Fighter fan and I remember him saying that like you need to get the t- the the wrestling games out of your head this is not a simulation this is no. a game you will play and it's hard to play like it's hard to master but once it clicks. Yeah, he said that like he, he plays it almost like a a, a Street Fighter to S game. Yeah, um, yeah. So when you do compare it to that, I mean, what Street of thing, Fighter Five that launched with like fuck all basically? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That that literally did. That had nothing. You had like <laughs> that, a couple of online modes and then just a, a and a story that they 
added on. You had to download separately, which was yeah. a free download. But there was no cutscenes. It was all just mm. like script over still images. And I was like, right, what is this? Yeah. If you compare it to that, I mean, that did get shit on. But at the same time, I mean, maybe get a second <laughs> chance to revive it. Yeah. When you're comparing it to that and you're not comparing it to the wrestling games that are that are the other options which you know that now there's there's just been worked upon there's so many different modes there's so many different i mean the creative things that they do on them new games you're like cool you can almost turn that into the, a, an AEW game in itself can't you you know um yeah when it does it does sort of dig it out a bit because we'll always go back to just how f- fun it is to play mm. And it's nostalgic and it, it feels like the old No Mercy games, but it has that sort of new fresh coat of paint on it and it feels new. It looks new, certainly. You know, you go back mm. to that, cool. We're running at 10 FPS. Yeah, see, I, went, I remember I emulated it on PC for like, mm. I was like, oh, I can't wait to replay this. It's, it, no. <laughs> it's pissed. <laughs> it, it, it was it, part of its time. I'm not going to slag it off, but. No, you no. play that now. You'd be like, "Good lord!" Like yeah, it was what yeah. it was. I'm too so you... scared to go and get that master collection from uh, Konami. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Although that is... I did see there's a platinum today, so that's got me sniffing. But mm. <laughs> and it's doable as well. Is it? But um, it, well, it's just. I'm gonna yeah, complete on like European Extreme in like one hour. I remember they were oh, fucking bullshit. Think, you know. Yeah, but no, I mean, no Sultan Radar, impossible. Oh, yeah. One of the modes used to turn that off. I'm sure it was. I think it was European Extreme. Yeah, it was, it? Yeah, it was yeah. I was like, Jesus. Oh, none of that same fuck. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's... Um, it's difficult to look at this as a whole package because when you do, there are a lot of negatives towards it in terms of its bare No bones, international title. Oh, yeah, that's it. More titles missing. The Women's tra- Championship is its old design. Oh, yeah. No trios. No trios. No, no trio matches then. No, it's no, no. triple threat, I think. A four, four in the ring at once. That's it. That's all you've got in the Battle Royale. Yeah. Not no, if you've got the one. Hardy, the, the, the Matt Hardy download, it doesn't add the Hardys as a team. Oh, sorry, it doesn't add. No, yeah. Sorry, FTI, you have to add them manually as a team That's when you right. download yeah. them. No collision arena, yeah. which mentioned. No way of turning rope break or count out or DQs oh, off manually. Right. You can't yeah. manually select who the Casino Battle Royale competitors are. <laughs> the the, the, the win-loss records get scrubbed if you start your second BTE. I know that's still a bug, but it happened oh, on mine. It? It, scrubs all the, uh, it scrubs all the stats clean. I'd like a oh. manual way of doing that, just scrubbing them clean, because mm. then I could actually start some sort of offline universe, but it doesn't yeah. give you that. It, it really is it just, in some ways, an embarrassment... There's nothing elite. <laughs> there's, there's nothing elite about a lot of this. No, <laughs> it's, no it's, and it's it pains me to just... say this, but it really. Yeah. I've got to the stage where I because I, I love AEW, and yeah. this is like a stain. Yeah, it's another it's stain almost... like that NXT fump him in the ratings. Another stain. Tony Khan meltdowns on Twitter. Khan. Another stain, and now fight forever adds to that stain. <laughs> really does. Yeah, and it's not holding much hope, like you say, with the with the lacklustre support that it's getting in the slow-moving DLC. Uh, the only plus is that they, they, it sounds like they are still working on it. So you'd hope to well, see... Well, they must have one do... person working on it. 
it's Kenny himself. He's just like, Kenny on his so own, going away. Let's get something out here. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the the aside the moment to moment gameplay of how smooth it feels and snappy and arcadey and mm. it has taken me back like it's, it, that's the trouble because that's all it has it's not made me want to go back to it and go right fucking hell i'm gonna after like an, after an aw event that we went and saw and I was, it didn't grab me and go right let's go back to it yeah you can play a couple of matches and think oh it's quite fun but you can easily get bored straight away after it because you're not got fuck all to do no that's that's where i mean i could create an offline spreadsheet and i could set something up and do that if i mm. really wanted to but i just i never could be bothered because i couldn't because one i couldn't get the stats to reset on the records and i wanted a clean record track yeah plus i didn't trust the game not to delete it randomly since it already happened once but yeah, yeah it's just one of those Blows, I think. The only thing I'd like to see is like a bit like, no, not in the same vein, but like a day's gone. It's mm. even though that game was good, but this it's a foundation. It needs a no man's sky. Get get Murray in there. Yeah. Say, yeah, free updates for the next five exactly. years. Yeah. Cyberpunk it's, it. Pull it out of its arse. Pull it out. Well, this is the other thing. If they do go down the fighting game route. Most of those fucking, certainly the fucking Street Fighter franchise, that's what they do. They update yeah. the shit out, give it another but couple of years, and then rebundle it. Yeah, but they're built, like, you can tell how quickly they can. Yeah. They're, they're just the, the base platform they work off just feels like they, they're, they're made for that. Whereas this was, I don't think it was, or maybe they got in there and thought, hmm, not as easy as we thought, just adding one wrestler. No. It's, I mean, I was reading the store page here. I mean, listen to this nonsense. Developed by Ukes, creators of numerous multi-million units selling wrestling games, AW Fight Forever combines arcade wrestling game feel with in- innovative all-elite wrestling finishes and tandem offense moves. The all-elite wrestling promotion is currently taking over TNT and TBS networks by storm every week with Rampage and Dynamite shows featuring some of the biggest legends to enter the ring, plus a stable of brand-new high-flying AEW talent. AEW Fight Forever brings more than 50 of the best of the best of their from their talent roster together into one game. Online co-op wrestling is going completely next level in Fight Forever <laughs> with tag team matches that feature sequences of manoeuvres performed with simple commands. This is in the store page. Who's wrote this? More yeah, than 10 different game mode types, including unsanctioned lights out match, falls count anywhere, plus more than 40 weapons deep customization career wow. mode and mini games all the way in aw fight forever now i will say i had a lot of fun in the unsanctioned lights out mode that was like yeah the, yeah the bloodiness and the thumbtacks and the yeah so there's bits in there that it's flashes of can, there's of, flashes of greatness yeah there's flashes of oh, i say greatness <laughs> there's flashes of a good game and there, there is a foundation i'd say it's almost like an entry there if this was like a teaser it should be this should be the short film yeah to the feature length what we need is a feature length but how about this is, if it came out and it was 30 25 quid well this is the other thing yeah would that have i mean it's not 70 quid might, so it's not full whack no it's not full but, whack but Still 50 felt. That's a lot, isn't it, for oh. bare bones bollocks. Get there early for that. Triple B, bare yes. bones bollocks. <laughs> yeah, we, haven't got, we haven't got MJF spell, I don't think. We ain't got no MJF. All you got to do is update the strap. Yeah, that's, that's it. All you got to do. A plethora of things. So now it's... 
it's a shame. It, it is a damn shame because it, it was very much, even though we knew we was like before it came out, we was apprehensive. No Why paid to put this in his fantasy gaming league? I don't yeah, know. Oh, I, yeah, I was did, like, this ain't going to score very well. Can almost... What's it sitting on now? Is it 65? 65, yeah. So still, I think it's below, it might have been dropped below Callisto Protocol, one of our other favourite worst games. <laughs> um, let's have a look. Callisto Protocol. Yeah, Callisto's a 67, so even that's scraped itself out of the bins, whereas this got a 65. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, look, I uh, paper switch as well. I'm reluctant to even recommend it's like the hardest of hardcore fans because because it's so mm. out of date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now. oh dear, right? Gaming gallery. You got this some is options. the toughest thing. Does it go in? Well, we got we got platinum, <laughs> gold, silver, bronze. But don't forget, we've got the botchlin bin now. Botchlin bin. So it which. Historically, that's where things wouldn't go in the gallery, but now they're going to the little botchling bin. So people, yeah. when they're wandering around your exhibition, they're like, oh, what's in this bin? Like, oh, dirty old no. filth in there. So what are you going to do? We've crapped on it. We've seen flashes of greatness and brilliance. Yeah. It's different. I mean... I've got the platinum trophy for it, so I'm to blame in some aspects. to blame for it. That may, I mean, I'll tell you what, that actually made... Have, as soon as I'd done the platinum, I immediately like that's when I almost stopped. But just yeah, doing yeah. that had had me playing it probably, and you know, just having something to do. Yeah, rather than that's aimlessly it, yeah. playing matches. So, so yeah. well, I've got to go through that fucking elite mode for. What it also did <laughs> the, tro- the trophies have this this this. It's so frustrating because the actual wrestling, like you can play it quite simply, but there's actually quite a lot of depth to it. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of advanced moves that they do not tell yeah. you that it needs a better onboarding. Oh, this that was go the f- other thing as well. It was it did seem quite uh, overwhelming at first. Yeah, with the different sort of like getting used to the controls. It's the tutorial isn't very good. No, they could have done a proper like training mode. Tell you, teach yeah. you how to do your kip ups and all that stuff. And that's it. Yeah. There's, there's, there's lots stuff. of advanced stuff in there. Only certain wrestlers have them as well. It kind of doesn't yeah. teach you that. But. I couldn't even fucking work out to jump over the rope, like do a um, suicide dive or anything. Yeah. It really did take a little while. Um, anyway, yeah, so you've got gold, uh, platinum, gold, silver, bronze, or the botchling bin. Botchling bin. I mean, I think I'm going to just, just scrape a bronze. As an AEW fan, if you're not a wrestling fan, if you're the best, there's nothing of the world, here for you. There's nothing here for you. I think being a wrestling fan, you might get something out of it where it is the the little niche things like seeing the wrestlers do, um, fucking what's that, uh, chain chain wrestling and stuff like that. Yeah, which you, don't, you don't even typically get that. Yeah, sort yeah, of animation just, yeah work. It's, it, it's hard to initiate because the hour doesn't do the. Exactly. Do the, do the thing that we need to do it. It's yeah. <laughs> For how much fun I had playing these lights out modes, the bare bones of it, I think I might be very, very generous and let it scrape a bronze. Gotham Knight style. Gotham Knight. That got yeah, in for one environment in, or something, didn't it? Inside environments <laughs> that got that that just did. But every other aspect of the game, it deserves to be in that botchlin bin. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it it really is a bag of shit when you when you look at it as a whole package of what it could have been you know yeah. tony's fucking big thing is that 
he's he wants to fucking tear down this WWE universe. And this this one. You know, one down. of the ways he could have done it is by coming out and bringing out an absolute fucking stellar game and taking mm. them all their fucking wrestling fans that play the game, get them over to here. A few of them jumped on and you know because there's there is some funny when there was like I remember when it first came out and there was all them streams there's people fucking playing like um, Chris Statlander versus. Uh, Darby Allen and they were oh, like yeah. skateboarding around the ring. Yeah, yeah, it's it, weird. It looked, I thought it was going to do really well, like in the streaming community, because I thought it was just such a sort of jokey game. Yeah, the arcadeness and silliness of it would really sort of lend itself to the streaming community. But well, alas, it didn't. You know, there was a couple of streams, and then like they they probably played the game. And went fuck me, this is boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's important. Though. Intergender is completely allowed. Yeah, um, yeah. So you can do. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, it does. The, it kind the of lets blood. you do whatever you want in that sense. Which yeah, is, which is handy. For it really, ha- it is uh, completely stripped away the simulation aspect of the wrestling games. Which, yeah, I do like a bit of it because you know you you, you don't have the AEW version, so you want to sort of have that as well. But yeah, there just wasn't enough. And when you look at it as a whole package, it's a it's a bare bones bollocks. <laughs> Triple B of gaming, <laughs> the but real triple as a triple B as wrestling fans, I will give it give Tony the benefit of the doubt because he has made a foundation. Make another one and make you know even take a couple of years and fucking sort it out. Sort it out, you fuck. Yeah. What um, say you? Do you agree or are you? In it. I mean, I I agree in the sense that the you enjoyed your time. Wow. Well, no. <laughs> did I? I did, but Yeah. No, botchling bin. I ain't having botchling it. Bin. I think it's Long just bit. I think actually my love for the brand is what's costing it because Yeah. Oh well look at it is a net negative. <laughs> it's a net negative on the brand. You can't you can't recommend it to anyone, really. No, in good faith. This is what this is what I was just thinking. I think even if who would have played like an old wrestling game back in the day, I think if he was to play this now, I just think of his reaction to it. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone else who you thought just, or so, even someone like a salmon who plays regularly fighting games. Yeah. Give it to it and just go, right, I'm going to get into these wrestling games. Let's have a look at this. To try no. and show that off as a full, fully fledged game. If they played that story, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's just yeah. an embarrassment in some. It, yeah, it's just not there. It's clearly not. And I no, thought, giving it some more time before two footing it like we have, might yeah. they might have had a meaningful update. But what it's shown to me is that they, they're not capable for, for whatever reason. Uh, you know, monetary, time, resource, difficulty, yeah, well, technology, license, probably. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they've. It hasn't had any significant updates other than the stadium stampede mode, which, as I said, is one of the worst video game experiences that you can have out there. So if you want to give that a go, and I know a lot of people like to watch bad films, so that might be put the stadium stampede yes. mode on. But this is yeah, you could get a fucking cult grow love out of this for some. It can, people. I think it, it, so it can like be that. recovered, is what I'll say. But it's, yeah. it, they're going to have to do something they haven't shown yet, which is the ability to actually start to add meaningful updates outside of patches and stabilization and, and, and wrestlers that they'd already promised. Like wrestler mm. packs alone won't save this. So it needs, it needs more. No. It needs more modes. It needs more depth. It needs more, 
you know, just more bollocks to it. And yeah. they've not shown the ability to do that yet. So even on that front, I can't mm-hmm. even give them the benefit of the doubt. This is not this is not a cyberpunk. This is not a no man's sky at the moment because they've not even shown 1% of what those teams managed to do and turn turn their games yeah. around. I mean, look, it, multiple years maybe, but we'll have to just wait and see. I mean, if it does have meaningful updates and there's something that's interesting, I will go back and revisit it. But for now, yeah. it sits there as one of the most stained platinum trophies I've ever got in my digital cabinet. <laughs> and that is how it's going to stay for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Anyway, a nice bronze for AW Fight Forever from Adkins and another one, well, not another one, but one in the botchlin bin for me. Yep. That is what AW Fight Forever has churned out after years of promise. We're going to close down this episode of Idle Game Chat, so nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time and ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.